Motivated Women Podcast number two. Hi guys, we're back again for our second uh, podcast here and looking at what I have, it should be a short one, which will make it kind of easy, I think, for all of us just to get into the hang of this. Um, I want to, well, I knocked the mic. I wanted to start off with the, um, a quote that was sent to me by a coworker that we talked about um, a couple weeks ago, Crystal, and it's the quote from Anna Quinlan. It says, you're more than a wife, a mother, a daughter, or a sister. You're more than a professional, an advisor, or a volunteer. You're you. Staying true to who you are outside of others' expectations is important to your self-esteem and general happiness. Make sure you give yourself the room to be or to discover who you really are. I think that sums a whole lot up for me. I'm assuming the same thing for most of us moms out there. What do you think? Absolutely. So Absolutely. I will use that as our main motivational thing, especially when we can get it up on the blog. Um, going through and looking at what we have for um, our little outline here, um, I have the pitfall traps type segment. And I think that most most of the time people start something and they don't really sit and think through everything they need to do first. And I think right. if you don't have that strong foundation of what you need to do, what your goal is, where you want to be at certain times, it's not going to work because you don't have that framework set up. Right. So as I was sitting down and thinking where I started with, I started with what's my goal? What's What amount of weight did I want to lose? And I went and looked at a variety of different things to find that and um, the place that I found online that's more helpful than looking up in a book is called um, caloriecontrol.org. And it has some really neat calculators in there to help you figure out for your age and your height where you should be for a weight. I do find, or did find, when I went through it, that they were quite low because for somebody of my age of 43... I'm only five foot four. They say I should weigh 117 pounds, and I say in their dreams. Because <laughs> <laughs> that ain't going to happen. No, I hear you. Did you happen to check that site out at I all? I didn't. Um, I uh, have had a bit of a crazy week, so I apologize. I um, Was that the same one that you were showing me with the um, calorie intake that you need to maintain, or is that a different one as no, well? No, that's the same one. That's one of the different calculators that we have, and that was... That was an eye-opening thing for me because I hadn't done that, oh, gee, probably in 20 years. And I put in the weight I started at when I started all this back in March. And to maintain the weight I was then, I was taking in at least almost 2,100 calories a day, if not more. Right. And if I put in the weight that I want to get down to, I'm down around 1,600 calories. And wow. if if you figure in on that site, you can you can put in different things. You can put everything in, like your height, um, the weight you want to get down to your age, but then you have a choice about your um, activity level. And there's sedentary, lightly active, moderately active, highly active, however that goes down. And if I went just with sedentary, those were the numbers I got. And then if you right. put in, you know, you're more active, whatever. So even putting in a sedentary lifestyle just to drop my calorie intake by 500 calories or so 
and doing nothing else, I would still lose weight. And cutting 500 calories off when you're thinking of 2,100, that's not a whole lot of calories. A normal, at least what I found here on the websites within the U.S., the normal um, recommended calorie count for um, an individual is around 2,000 calories. Okay. Um, Okay. And you can change that around. So it's like even if I dropped to, say, a 1,200-calorie, 100-calorie-a-day diet, which still gives you a pretty decent um, nutrient uh, intake, adding exercise on top of that will take you down faster, although, granted, Mm -hmm. faster isn't always the healthiest. Um, But the other thing to take into consideration, for me, that was a big jump. Because I'm losing, or my goal is such a big, big amount, but if you take somebody whose goal is only, like, say, 10 to 20 pounds, that calorie difference isn't going to be a whole lot. So and that's what I noticed, Julie, was that I was really surprised when I keyed in the numbers was, A, how to me it seemed high, mm-hmm. and I was shocked. But then I've been sort of focused on I know what my calorie intake is when I'm doing the Weight Watchers program. So to look at 2,200 calories at a moderate exercise, I'm like, am I really eating that much? Because I'm not moving right now. But I didn't really understand and didn't do the research to realize that the average person is around 2,000 calories. Mm -hmm. So for me to lose the 20 pounds that I want, it really only differed by about 120 calories a day. Wow, that's I'm surprised. And that surprised me. I thought, well, it should be more than that. Mm-hmm. You know, it didn't it didn't vary that much. So I, I need to look at those numbers again and see if maybe I'd put something in wrong. But I thought it would be bigger as well. So for for some, if if those are actually true, then you're looking at either a bumping up to a very active lifestyle, or b dropping your calories more and maintaining where wherever your your lifestyle activity is. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds right. Um, the one thing I, I did see, too, as, as we go through this, so, you know, make, making sure what your weight goal is and is it realistic. Okay, so, you know, I, I look at um, people who have, say, hundreds of pounds to lose. Um, they're not going to do it in a short period of time. I mean, that's no. just it's unhealthy, and it's, I, to me, I think it's physically impossible to do it in that short of a period of time in, like, less than a year. You're talking, like, a year to two, depending on how many hundreds you're losing. What I'm seeing, um, people who have more than that 100 pounds to lose, I'm seeing them go to different options um, rather than just diet and exercise. They're going to what I consider the extreme, something for me, that I, I would never do, and that would be um, doing the gastric bypass surgery. Right. And or some other people are doing the lap band. And I have a friend through work who did the lap band. And if there was anything I would do between those two procedures, I think it would be the lap band. Um, and I think that's a j- I'm jaded on this one because I take care of so many of the people who take go in and have the gastric bypass surgery done. I see all the people that come back with problems. Right. And I don't I have not seen somebody who's or more than one person who's gone through and done very well on that. I see continually the people that have problems. Um, from but question I have talking with you is how many people in Canada 
truly go towards that type of weight loss option, considering the type of health care system that you guys have there? Uh, honestly, I don't know. I, I've got one girlfriend that I know was considered as a candidate to do that program, and I believe it was the gastric bypass because she was considered a health risk. And I believe it would have been paid for. I also know I have another girlfriend that there's a medical plan that you pay for up front and then you weigh in two, three times a week and they monitor everything and you resubmit it back to the government. Mm -hmm. And again, it depends on your health plan. Um, some of the companies that you have have better extended medical than others. But I do believe there is an option when it becomes a health risk that you do have that option to get that surgery done here. Um, I personally don't know anyone who's done it, but again, I do believe that option is available. It's, it would be interesting to compare the U.S. or what, at least what's around here versus the guidelines and stuff for Canada. The, there is um, a group of surgeons within the area that I work in that um, they're focusing on the gastric bypass as one of their main things that they advertise for. The whole process, from what I'm seeing, takes probably a good six months or better to even see if you qualify for it for them. Because you're going through, besides the normal um, like pre-surgical workup, making sure that your heart's okay and your lab work and all that is okay, but they put you through a, a huge, um, I don't know, I'm trying to think of the best word for it, kind of like a ruling out process or a triage process to come down to this because they make you go and see a dietitian. They make you sit down and talk with a therapist. And they look, they look at several different things before they decide to say, yes, we'll do this for you. Right. And I don't know if that's just the U.S. because um, I've never really heard anybody talk about how that, how this, sorry about that, how this um, process works I got my foot caught in the, the mic cord. I'm sorry. <laughs> no problem. Um, Dale's giving me strange looks here. Um, but I, I wonder if the process is the same throughout the country. You know, maybe I'm going to pencil that down as something I need to look at, as something we can go through on a further show when we look at options. Absolutely. Um, the other thing that um, we looked at when I looked at the pitfalls and, again, reviewing and making your weight goal realistic and making sure you have a goal in mind and just I'm not just going to start doing this for the heck of doing it, but also what type of plan you're going to use. Are you going to follow one of the diets that are out there? And there are multiple different diets out there between the no-carb diets and um, the diabetic diets and... There are just too many to name. I, 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 just, I picture them in my head, and I'm like, I can't even say them all. But you have to pick something that works for you. Um, for most people, if you don't have a, a background in um, dietetics or nutrition of sorts, you know, just going with your basic rounded meal plan so that you're getting the five different food groups. And can you name them? Can I name? I'm attesting you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> grains, bread, uh -huh. bread and grains. Your fruits and vegetables. Your dairy. Mm -hmm. Your meat and okay. poultry. And oh shoot! Oh no! Leafy and green. Then I, I said oh, I, I put fruits and vegetables in one. Oh, they're t they're separate. Okay, I, I didn't hear you say it. So we have fruits, we have vegetables, grains, dairy, and now I forgot the fifth one. <laughs> meat. Meat. Protein. So 
if you go through that type of thing, there is a good book that I found um, years ago, and I know that it has an updated version now. I did try to get it at the um, bookstore, and the bookstore by me does not have it. And the book is called Eat and Stay Slim, and it's published by Better Homes and Gardens. Um, I know that it's out there. Um, it is online. So some people can look that up. And the other book that I found that was really helpful that went through and looked at um, four of the different um, diets that are more popular today is a book called The Low Carb Bible. And I just happened to come across this at an outdoor um, sale. And it combines or reviews parts of the Atkins diet, the South Beach diet, the Sugar Busters diet, and they go through a couple more. And it just gives like a brief overview of what each of those are. And then the rest of the book goes over low-carb um, recipes. And it's, it's a wonderful book. And there's multiple things in here. They go through... Um, appetizers and breakfasts and dinners and um, side dishes, and they even have desserts. Excellent. And there is one dessert in here that I am going to have to try. As I was going through the book, um, thinking what should we talk about out of this one, they have a recipe for cheesecake, and I was actually surprised at that, <laughs> thinking cheesecake in a low-carb calorie diet book. Um, but when you look at the look at it, it's made with yogurt cheese and they give you a um, recipe on how to do that um, and then it has graham crackers and then the rest of it's made with nuff chuddle cheese some vanilla extract a little bit of sugar, some cornstarch it's made with egg substitute um, Hershey's cocoa and some almond extract and when I go through and look at the nutrient serving, nutrients per serving I'm amazed, there's only 110 calories in this, wow there's 12 grams of carbohydrate. They say that 33% of the calories are from fat. Total fat grams were only 4 grams. Saturated fat was 2 grams. Cholesterol was 15 milligrams. And sodium was 100 milligrams. And for cheesecake, that's not bad. That's pretty good. Because most of the time, it's much more than 50 or 60%, I think, is from fat. Yeah. So it's a, it's a good book, I think, that um, if you're looking for something that goes over a little bit of everything, it's there. The other thing that was really nice is it went over food portions for different things so that when you're looking to see um, how much a normal portion of food would be. So I, I just opened up the book here, and I'm looking at um, Starburst Fruit Shoes. And they have one piece is 20 calories and has... A total of four grams of carbs. Or you can go and you can look up something like um, a frozen yogurt and it'll tell you how many calories and carbs. So it gives you an idea of a lot of the fast food type of yep. things, stuff that you're going to find out there, um, which is a nice um, resource to have. That website that I mentioned before also does a little bit of that. It has a calorie counter on there so that you can um, plug in a food you want to look up and it'll It'll figure it out for you. That's great. How many calories and stuff. So that's also helpful for people, especially people on the go. Yeah. Um, how to figure stuff that out. There are also multiple books, if you go to any bookstore, that will go over um, fast food and caloric intake and all that stuff if you want to put the money out for a reference book to carry with you. Um, 
And the one thing that you and I both are finding out when we're over the age of 40 is that exercise is not enough. No, it's not. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What I found through looking at multiple things here is that people over 40, women especially, should really be including weight training in their um, routine because it helps to build muscle and better bone strength and at least for me and my family with the history of um, osteoporosis, that's something I really need to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Along with, you know, if you're truly don't feel that you're getting the um, calcium that you need and the vitamin D, you should be taking a supplement for that. Absolutely. Any thoughts on any of that stuff? No, I think those are great, um, great recommendations. I don't know if you got my notes, Julie. There was a couple sites I looked at yesterday. And uh, just I found at AOL Body, they had uh, some tips for snacks under 100 calories. They had some good ideas there for some quick snacks for alternatives, which is kind of neat to look at. Something different. They also had a section on worst foods in America and diet myths. So it'd be interesting (laughs) to see... um, uh, on the Google documents, there's a link on there, and uh, they had some really interesting stuff on there. If nothing else, it gives you something to think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the worst foods in America, like it, there was one drink on there, and I apologize, I can't remember, but it was like 900 calories for a beverage. Holy and cow. Then it, it was crazy. And then Rod had also forwarded me a link. It was portion sizes then and now, and he got it off the dig dot com website Mm -hmm. and just how between now and 20 years ago whereas you know we'd go for coffee and we'd have coffee whereas now we go for a starbucks and you know that can generate five to six hundred calories for a Mm -hmm. coffee well i think that same's true especially wherever you um for me for where i work we go up to the cafeteria we want to get a hot meal and i'm astounded at how much food they give me i'm like i don't need all that food Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you're perpetuating the problem when you're not serving normal portion sizes or you're yeah. not giving the person the choice to um, choose how much of a portion they want. And I, I, I agree with you that I think portion sizes have, you know, gone over the hill. I mean, it's just like going to McDonald's and supersizing everything. You don't really need to supersize anything at McDonald's. You had enough calories there to begin with. Absolutely. Um, any other sites that you came across? Uh, Pretty much just those two. And then um, there's a book that I use a fair bit for trying to cut back. It's called Looney Spoons, or it's one of the books. And then another one's called Eat, Shrink, and Be Merry. And it's a a cookbook cookbook put out by two uh, Canadian sisters, Janet and Greta Podleski. And they're, they're fun books because they take regular high-fat recipes and they tone them down. So like you were talking about cheesecake earlier, the one that they have in this particular book isn't as uh, diet-friendly, perhaps, as the one that you had just mentioned. Mm-hmm. But again, one serving is 291 calories, 9 grams of fat, uh, 4.6 saturated fat, and 44 grams of carbs, and 1.3 grams of fiber. It's not as bad as an original piece. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've, I don't know, it's just, I've made lots of things from here and their whole idea is, you know, instead of using full on sour cream, you're using yogurt and it gives you all kinds of tips throughout the book. They've got comics, it's fun. And it's just, I've made them for the whole family and, you know, and the kids will look at them because they may have more vegetables or we're using whole grain pasta instead of regular pasta. But I tell you, they've ate 
everything I've cooked. Mm-hmm. It may not be their favorite, but they've enjoyed it. I found that um, with my kids lately, I found, um, what are they called now? The um, rice snacks. They're like the puffed rice. They come in like, they look like puffed rice chips almost, and they come in yes. different flavors. I love them. I, yes. You know, when, you, when you're looking for a, a nice snack that's filling, I mean, you can eat like, it's anywhere between, I think, 15 and 20 of them, and you're less than 100 calories. My kids devour them. They don't even think that they're diet. They yeah. like the taste, and they're healthier for them than um, buying regular chips. I don't think I've bought regular chips in the last two or three weeks now because they eat those. Yes. Um, the other things I found, at least to curb my chocolate craving, is that there's some of the um, snack packs out there in the way of cookies. There's one for shortbread cookies and another one for the fudge stripe cookies. And each pack is 100 calories or less. I think most of them are around 90. And it, it's just enough of crunch and chocolate to get you through that little afternoon thing where you're, like, craving something, but you don't want to yeah. go and, like, go get that chocolate melt at Culver's or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the kids... Yeah. I know... What, sorry. That's okay. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say one thing that always helps me because I find at 4 o'clock, like you're saying, in the afternoon and you're getting ready to cook dinner or, you know, it's that late afternoon thing and you're craving something that's not good for you. And if I can make the move to the candy dish and have one Werther's, which is 20 calories Mm -hmm. and no fat, and step away from the cupboard, that helps me a lot. We've been doing that too. Because I get that, that real sweet taste in your mouth, but, you know, you stop at the one and you're good to go. Mm Mm-hmm. I think another good one like that, and I don't think there are many calories at all, is the lemon drops because it's something mm. that you can suck on and it just helps to curb it a little bit. Um, Absolutely. The, the worst time for me, I mean, if I'm home and not working, it's that two to four time in the afternoon. At work, though, it's from 8 till 11 o'clock at night where mm-hmm. I'm still doing work and up and running around and stuff, and you get the munchies because you're still up. You're not winding down like you would be at home. And right. um, we haven't quite figured that out at work yet between me and the two or three others that are um, trying to lose weight. Um, one of the things that we have done is that we've brought in those low-calorie ca- low snacks, and we save them instead of in the afternoon when most of us would want a snack, we save them for the evening so that we have at least something or we've been switching to some, um, somebody bringing in a, quote, healthy snack, be it fruit or um, carrot sticks or celery sticks or something like that. It's a great and idea. And that's helped. Um, and then we each take a turn doing it, so it's not like one person's always having to do it. That's a great idea. Uh, let's see. Meal tips and planning. I think we kind of combined yeah. all that stuff already, along with the links and the sources. Um, one of the things I did find that's good for uh, lunch on the go is I tried those um, low-carb sandwich wraps or the low-carb tortillas. Mm-hmm. They're, they're not bad. They have taste to them. I thought they would be like plain cardboard or something like that. Yeah. And making your sandwich that way, because I think if I remember the package right, they were less than 80 calories per 8-inch um, wrap. And wow. making your sandwich on there and, you know, using um, margarine instead of butter, usually using like alfalfa sprouts or um, lettuce along with your serving of meat 
or cheese, what or what have you. You can you can make it an all veggie one too, mm-hmm. using lettuce, tomato, cucumber, that type of thing, okay. and you still feel that you have some substance to it because you're not like limiting yourself to like one piece of bread. Like if you're if you want to keep with regular bread, um, you'd have to stay to one slice or go to the low calorie or the not low calorie um, low carb bread, yeah, which. We've got a, a brand of bread up here in Canada. See, our choices are somewhat limited. We don't have the variety or the companies that you guys have in the States. Like, it always amazes me. We have, like, if you take Weight Watchers, for example, you have, or Lean Cuisine, you go into the supermarket, you have maybe five, maybe six flavors, yet you go down to the supermarket, when it, just from my experience, going down to Washington, and it's like, wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's so um, many flavors and so many things. So it's, it's, we have to look a little harder to find those things. And is and that just a supply-demand thing, or is that something different? I think it's a supply-and-demand thing because, I mean, we're, you know, landmass, we're bigger, but population-wise, we're so much smaller than you guys that I think they just choose what the more popular, say, items are and send those up versus, you know, the umpteen zillion down there do you have specialty stores when it comes to food like i i mean i think of in the last gosh five years that we've been out where we live i bet there have been like four specialty markets out there that solely cater to um specific tastes in food be it the gourmet or the um dietary specialty stuff like organic foods and things like that yeah, we do. We have a lot of the health food, uh, organic type stores, but they're, you know, they're few and far between, especially when it comes to more of the grocery store. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of supplement places and vitamin places, but I mean, fortunately for us, we do have a health grocery store that's within walking distance. And, uh, you know, of course we've got every major grocery store chain as well, but um, you know, the varieties are different, but having said that too, we have different things as well. And, and there's a bread that we can get here called squirrely bread and it's extremely high fiber and one piece is like 90 calories, but six, you know, grams of fiber. Not so bad. If you're, so if you're making a sound and it's really heavy, grainy, nutty bread. So if you like that type of thing, you know, you make a sandwich with that, and that'll keep you going for quite a long time. Mm-hmm. That's, That's a good one of choice. the other things I found. Um, I don't know about you, that whatever you're you're doing, and not, like I'm trying to space out the meals and make between five and six smaller meals through the day, so I feel like I'm getting a little something continuously mm-hmm. instead of those three big meals. Is that whatever you're doing for the in between meals needs to feel somewhat filling? Yes. To, to truly make you feel like it was worth splitting it up because if it's something like um i don't know uh, celery sticks it's not going to be filling enough it it needs to to give a little bit more oomph to it yeah yeah i'm getting the eye from dale now (laughs) (laughs) he he wants us to wrap it up I'm tired, um, honey. I want to go to sleep. Yeah, well, yeah, the rest of us do too someday. Um, yeah. So when I look at um, putting this all together for tonight, um, we'll have the links listed on the blog and the show notes. Um, when we look at the inspiration, kind of wrapping it up, where are you in your overall goal? 
Uh, I am still kind of stuck. I'm still hovering around my five pound mark. I still have 20 to go. Um, in all honesty, I have not been trying that hard. Uh, Diet-wise, exercise-wise, I am probably walking uh, two walks at about 10 kilometers each, and then I'm playing tennis once or twice a week. So I think my exercise is doing well. Um, but my actual uh, food is definitely could be better at this point. And I know that's an area that I need to sort of buckle down and say enough is enough. Yeah, and I'm the exact opposite right now. I, I'm doing great with, um, well, maybe I'm about the same. I'm doing okay with the exercise. I'm getting out to do the two workouts at the Y, and as of tomorrow, that'll be the last official class. I'm not going to sign up for the class again, but I will be going and doing the same stuff. I don't feel that I need to have her there the whole time with me. Um, but I need to bump up exercise a little bit more. The um, weather right now for me here is getting to the point where I used to get out and walk in the middle of the day, so sometime between 11 and 1. Now that we're getting warmer and the humidity has gotten to us, I can't do that. Um, so now i got to find a way to adjust either doing it early in the morning, which is hard enough getting kids up into school, mm -hmm. or trying to do it in the evening. Well, I work basically three to four days each regular week, so that's getting kind of hard to do and still do the kid thing. That's, and that's my um, scheduling issue right now. Um, that's difficult. Especially since the kids are getting out of school as of next Thursday, and they start summer school, and they'll be home by noon. So then my afternoon is shot. Mom time just disappeared. <laughs> um, Food-wise, I'm doing fair. This was not a good week because it was our anniversary, so I blew it and I went out to dinner. And we, <laughs> Dale's giving me the thumbs up now. We went out to a place called Carabas or Carabias or it's some Italian place around here, and um, I didn't care. We just had a nice meal, and that was my downfall because now I want to go back and eat normal. And I can't do that because it's it's just, it's so easy. Once you kind of go off, it's hard to get back. And you want to have that extra, little extra piece saying, oh, it probably won't make that much of a difference. But all that nibbling does tend to add up, doesn't it? You're there. Now I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> we were doing so well. We were. So we'll see what we can put together when we're all done here. Um, I don't have much more to, to add for this episode, do you? Nope, I'm good. Well, great. Um, I would say we'll try for another two weeks from today and see where we head up, okay? Sounds good.